Psalms chapter 32. And today is our fourth part on our series that we're calling God's Frequency. But really what we're talking about is how we can hear from God as his children. God still speaks today. And you can hear from God for your life. This is something I want you to know and I want you to go out and live every day. All you have to do is just be a receiver of his voice. You need to know how to tune in and how to receive what it is that God is saying. And there's a way to be sensitive to God. There's ways that we can, we can obey God. And we can be more, more able to hear his voice. And this is what I'm wanting to talk about throughout this series. Because I need to hear from God. And if I need to hear from God, I want to hear from God. Amen. You need to hear from God. And so you should desire and want to hear his voice. In Psalms 32 verse 8 it says this. Says, the Lord says, I will guide you along the pathway that is best for your life, and I will advise you, and I will watch over you. And so he's going to guide us along the path that's best for us. And then in Isaiah 30 and verse 21. It says, and whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. Ütleb niimoodi. Ja su kõrvad kuulevad sõna, mis su tõkant ütleb ja te kaldate paremale või vasakule, see on tee, käige seda. So God will lead you. God will show you things. God will speak to your heart. So that you end up at the right place at the right time with the right people. Amen. Amen. That you'll be doing the right things in your life. This is God's desire for us. And he's not saying, you know, you all just figure it out. He's saying, I'm going to help you. You're not on your own. I've got a plan for you that is best. And I want to show you where it is that's best for you. And so God will speak to us. Say this boldly. Just declare this. Say, I can hear from God. I can hear from God. Amen. You can hear from God in your life. And if God is speaking today, and I believe that he is with all my heart, I know he is. He is doing it for for two reasons. Number one is he wants to have a relationship with you. He wants you to know who he is and how good he is. 
But he also wants to speak to you to give you direction and guidance for your life. And like I said, if God is speaking, I want him to speak to me. As a child of God, desire to hear his voice. Is anyone in here wanting to hear from God? Amen. If you Amen. desire to hear from God, he can talk to you even in this service. He could take some of the things I say and he can make it personal to you. And so God wants to speak to us every day. And, and you know, we, we have seen throughout this series so far the different ways that we can hear God and reasons why we can hear God. And, you know, I, I think this I think that, that if you want to hear from God like we said last week I think the number one thing you need in your life is to value God's voice that you need to find that place of solitude every day where you can be alone with God set an appointment take some time to pray read the word uh, you know, listen to his voice. And then write down what you believe the Lord is speaking to your heart. Have any of you been writing some things down this week? Three, four people. Right. Go back and listen to last week's message. And, and listen to what the best way that God will speak to you. The best way that God will speak to you is when you write some things down once you've been in his presence. This is a way that we can hear his voice. And we can write inspired by God. For our own lives. And so we can find this, this intimate relationship with God. And we need to value his voice. So that when he speaks to us, we can receive what it is that he's saying. And now we're going to continue today on talking about the ways that God speaks to us. Uh, we've seen that God speaks to us through his word. God speaks to us through his spirit that small gentle voice on the inside God speaks to us through his church through visions and dreams God can speak to you through thoughts through a peace that you would have in your heart and God can speak to you by using other people you know godly leaders uh, godly people people that are close to you and I think this I think all of you need to have somebody in your life who can speak into your life but there are some people that don't have a place to speak into your life and you need to know that too and there's some people that that you know 
they don't, you don't need to listen to what they say. Some people try to, try to uh, monopolize you or try to control you. And they'll say things like, God told me to tell you. No, and just because somebody says that to you doesn't mean you need to obey them. You know, God gave us a brain. God wants us to be smart. And he does not want us to be manipulated by But there are some people that you need to have in your life who you allow to speak into your life. Because God can speak to you through other people. And there are times that it might even surprise you when God uses somebody. You know, there have been times I've been having a conversation with somebody. And just because of what they said, it answers a question that I had. That ever happened to you? And they didn't even know they were answering your question. You're just having a conversation. Just one of the things that they said can help open some things up for your life and you're just like oh thank you Lord I needed here but you need friends in your life who, who, who care about you who will tell you the truth who will speak the word of God to you and sometimes you might not even, they might not even know that they're doing it but God can use what others say to give direction for our lives and so God wants to have communication with you. And uh, God does speak. But you need to know this. Not everything that you do is God's will. How many of you know not everything you do is There's a lot of times I've had people come to me in my office with tears in their eyes. And say, why did God put me in this situation? Well, it's probably not God who put you in that situation. You know, I don't know why God wanted me to do this. Uh, God probably didn't want you to do it if it turned out bad. You know, God, why did you lead me into this pit of my life? It probably wasn't God. Now, God can get you out. But he's not the reason you're in pits. You know, it's, it's you doing some things that are maybe not so wise in your life. How many of you would admit you've done some things that have not been so wise in your life? Alright, can I raise? How many hands can I raise? I don't know. I've done some stupid things. And I can't blame God. 
ma ei saa nendes mitte kuidagi Jumalat süüdistada. You know, you've got to take ownership for your own actions. Sa pead nii-öelda vastutama oma enda tegude eest. And just because you moved somewhere, just because you did something, doesn't mean, well, God, that was God's will for me. Ja lihtsalt sellepärast, et sina kolisid kuskile või sina läksid tegid midagi, ei tähene, et Jumal juhtisin seda tegema. You've got to understand, there are some things you're going to do in your life that are not God's will and you need to correct those things. Teatse peab mõistma, et on asju, mida sa oma elus teed, mis ei ole Jumalast ja sa pead korrigeerima need asju. Most of the time it's probably not God leading you at all. Ja üldjuhul selliste olukordadega ei ole mitte üldse Jumal see, kes juhib sind neid asju tegema. It's just your own will and your own stubbornness that gets you in a mess. Aitsa on sinu enda tahtmine, sinu enda põikpäisus, mis siin mingis olukorda viib. And another thing I think we need to be careful of. Ja veel üks asi, milles me usun, et me kõik peaksime väga ettevaatlikud olema. Yes, I think as a Christian you need to be careful saying the Lord told me. On see, et ole kristlasena ettevaatlik, kui sa ütleb midagi sellist, et Jumal ütles mulle. Now that might sound really strange coming from a series where we're talking about God speaking to you. Nüüd, see võib kõlada väga kaaltaselt ja veidralt, kui me räägime siin teemas, kuidas Jumal võib rääkida sinuga. Listen, God can speak to you. Kuula, jah, Jumal saab rääkida sinuga. But I think you need to be careful saying the Lord told me. Aga ma arvan, et sa peaksid olema ettevaatlik selle ütlemisega, et Jumal ütles mulle. You know, I see people sometimes who say the lord told me this sest ma olen näiteks puutun kokku inimestega kes ütlevad et tead jumal ütles mulle et ma teeksin seda and i could look at the fruit of their life and i can see they're missing god ja ma võin näha nende eluviljadest et nad on jumalast mööda pannud but uh, you know i think to myself if, if that's the lord speaking to you then i'm an astronaut sest ma mõtlen et kuule et kui seda si jumal räägib sinuga siis te mina olen astronaut you know it's probably not true et asi arvata hästi see ei vasta tõele You know, and so what, what am I supposed to say to somebody to help somebody? Mida ma peaksin ütlema keelegile? No, no, no. What am I supposed to say to somebody to help somebody? Mina, mina peaksin ütlema selleks, et aidata kedagi. When, when they're saying, the Lord told me. Kui nemad ütlevad, et kuule Jumal ütles mulle. How am I supposed to argue with that? Kuidas mina peaksin sellega vaidlema? Well, no, I don't think you should do that. Ei, ma ei usu, et sa peaksid seda tegema. But the Lord told me. Aga Jumal ütles mulle. And so I'm not going to argue with you. Need my vaidlas ei sel juhul sinuga. If you come into my office and you say the Lord told me to do this. Kui sa tuleb minu kontorisse minuga nõustamisele ja ütled, et tead Jumal ütles mulle. What am I supposed to say? Mida ma peaksin vastama sellele? I'll just say, well, I will pray for you. That's all I can say. But if you come and say, I think the Lord is leading me to do this, what do you think? Then I can help you. That gives me a place to be able to speak into your life. And there's a lot of times I hear Christians saying, the Lord told me, the Lord told me, and you can see that their life is a mess. Inimesed räägivad, et tead, Jumal ütles mulle, Jumal ütles mulle, aga nende, nende elu on suunduvas vraki poole. You know, and, and, and uh, Ezekiel's day, there was, that was happening. Ezekieli ajal toimusid sellised asjad. There was a time where, where people were walking around saying, the Lord said, the Lord said. Oli aeg, kus inimesed käisid ringi ja lihtsalt rääksid, et tead, Jumal ütles, Jumal ütles. And God came to Ezekiel and he said, I want you to go tell these guys something. Jumal tuli Ezekieli jutule ja ütles, et kule, ma tahan, et sa ütleksid neile midagi. And in Ezekiel chapter 13, you could read this later. Ezekiel peadud kondeissa võid hiljem seda kodus lugeda. God came and he said, you need to tell them to stop saying, the Lord said, when I have not spoken. Stop saying that the Lord said when I have not spoken. It's their own imagination and false visions. 
That's pretty hard. But it got even harder. And God said, you need to tell them that I am against them. And they will not remain very long. You know, so I think we need to be careful. Saying the Lord told me. When we're not maybe 100% sure that it was the Lord. You know, I think it's better as a Christian that you just say, you know, the Lord's leading me to do I believe the Lord's leading me to do this. You know, our God showed this to me, and, and, and you know, what do you think about that? Uh, not God told me to do this. Can you see the difference in that? One is really straightforward, and you're just like, well, geez, okay. And then the other one, you're making sure you want to check what's on the inside. Now, I think that once you see something come to pass in your life, when the Lord leads you and you took a step of faith and the answer showed up, I think part of your testimony can be, yeah, the Lord spoke to me and, and this is what I did and he came through and he was so faithful. You know, the Lord is faithful to me. It can be part of your testimony. To encourage others to hear from God. But be real careful going around saying, the Lord told me to do this, and the Lord told me to do that. Because I think it confuses you and I think it confuses other people around and this is the reason no one is going to hear from God accurately 100% of the time I don't hear from God accurately 100% you don't hear from God accurately 100% why? Mix. Because there's a lot of other voices in this world. And there's things that are going to try to get you off course and deceive you. And we're human. We're not perfect. But we're, we can do the best we can. And when we do mess up, God will help us. But there's nobody that's 100% accurate with everything. That's, that just, it's, it's not possible. I've never seen it and I know some great men and women of God. We are human and we can miss what God is trying to say. And there's lots of tr- things trying to distract you and we have an enemy who's trying to distract you. Remember what is the first what's the first thing we hear Satan say in the Bible? Did God really say that? Did God, uh, that's not really what God meant. You know, and sometimes Satan will even use scripture. To try to twist it. He'll misuse scripture to twist it and get you confused in life. 
And you'll think, well, I'm doing this because God said. First of all, I can tell when people have an attitude like that, it's probably not God. Esiteks, kui kellegi inimesel on selline suhtumine, siis ma võin väga selgelt näha, et see ei ole Jumalast. But when you're wrong and you're fighting for it because you have a scripture. Aga kui sa oled eksiteel ja ja sa oled täiega seal eksiteel ja selle sul on siin kirjakoht ütlemaks, et ma pean siin eksiteel olema. You know, the, the devil, he could take scripture and he could twist it. Tead, Saatan saab võtta mingi Jumala sõna kirjakoha ja kasutada seda valesti. Don't, don't just go on anything by one scripture. Ära kunagi mine lihtsalt selle, selle suunal, mida üks kirja koht sul ütleb. Don't make any decision in your life based on one scripture. Ära tee oma elu otsuseid baseerudes ainult ühele kirja kohale. The Bible says out of two or three witnesses, let everything be established in your life. Biibel tõeb, lask kahe ja kolme tunnistaja poolt asjad saavad selgusele sinu elus. But you know, I've, I've heard people tell me before. Aga ma olen kuulnud inimesi ütlevad. The Bible says that God makes the grass of the fields. Uh, I'm sorry. The Bible says God made the grass of the fields. So I'm going to enjoy some of this grass right here. God made it. I'm going to enjoy it. Come on. I don't think marijuana is what God was talking about. And he said, just enjoy the grass of the fields that I have made. You know, God made cocaine. I'm going to enjoy God's creation. You know, this is not the way that God designed these things to be all right, so there's wisdom that needs to go along with Scripture. Don't start confusing things and don't let the devil lie to you and, and, and get you messed up. Because he's going to lie to you to get you off course. But there's God's grace that is going to see you through. If you will just continue to look to him. Even if you miss his voice. If you continue to look to God and continue to seek God, you will eventually find the way. I am so glad that God is not a one chance God. This is your one chance. If you miss it, I'm going to give up and you know. No, God is a God of second chances and tenth chances and 179th chance 3,762 chances however many chances it takes our God is patient he will continue to speak he will continue to lead we've just got to keep our, our ears tuned in to him and listen if I miss him today I want to make sure he corrects me tomorrow how many are with me Amen. I don't want to just be so stubborn that I'm going to stand on well I thought I've heard this no I, I want to be open I want to be flexible to make sure 
sure I'm in the right place at the right time. And so how can you know that you have heard from God? How can you know you've heard from God? Well, I think one of the things we can do is we can ask God to confirm his word. And listen, it's okay to ask God to confirm something that you feel he's spoken to your heart. We see that happen several times throughout the Bible. Old Testament and New Testament. That they wanted to know for sure that they were hearing from, from heaven, that they were hearing from God. You know, we've seen people like Gideon who asked God for a sign. God, if this is really you. And then others asked for, for just a confirmation. Lord, confirm that this is what you want me to do. And God will confirm his word to you. So that you will know when it is him that is speaking into your life. And now I'm going to give you today three points. And these three points have three parts. And I did it this way because I believe this is going to be the best way for you to understand what we're talking about. And so when you're asking God to confirm his word that he has spoken to you, I believe there's three main ways that he will do that. And there's three parts to each one of these three ways. So let me give these to you real quick and then we're going to talk about them. The first way that he's going to confirm his voice to you is going to be from his word his principles and his character. His word his principles and his character. The second way he's going to confirm his word to you is going to be his wisdom, his people, and his counsel. His wisdom, his people, and his counsel. And then the third way that he's going to confirm his word to you is going to be through his ways, his peace, and his clarity. His ways, his peace, and his clarity. So we're going to talk about these three points here today. And I want you to know that God is okay with you saying, God, how do I know this is you? <laughs> how can I know this is what you want me to do and this is not just my stupid thought? How many have had that discussion in your head before? You know, is this God or is this me? Or is it the devil trying to confuse me? You know, we could say, Lord, if this is you, Please show me that this is you. Confirm this to me. And when we do, God is going to use one of these three ways to confirm His word into your life. And we want to be sure that when God is speaking, that we are accurately 
hearing the voice of God. Again, life is a journey. This is something that we can become more and more uh, accurate We could be more accurate at hearing the voice of God. We could become more sensitive to his leading and his guiding in our life. I am trying to be more sensitive. And I, you know, I'm not perfect. But I'm a whole lot better than I used to be. I hope that's your, your, your testimony as well. <laughs> is that you're hearing God's voice and that you're a whole lot better than you used to be. But know that this is a journey and this is something that we continue to improve on. And so we're going to need God to help us to see when it is Him and when it is not. And so the first thing I want to just... Uh, do is just ask this question is uh, does what you're hearing line up with what the Bible says? Does what you are hearing line up to what God said in, in the Bible? And we did talk about this a little bit last week already. But we see in Psalms 119 and verse 17. And I want to read this out of the Amplified Bible. It says, deal bountifully with your servant, or be good to me, that I may live and keep your word, treasuring it and being guided by it day by day. I want to be able to live and keep your word. Treasuring it and being guided by it. That should be your heart this morning. As a child of God, that should be what you desire for your life. And listen, God's, God's voice is never going to disagree with God's word. It's just not going to happen. God is never going to tell you something that goes outside of the boundaries of God's word. And if what you are doing in your life is against God's word, then you are missing God. You are out of the will of God for your life. You know, remember when, when Satan uh, tempted Jesus? What did, what did Satan do? He quoted scripture. But, but he twisted it. He quoted scripture out of context. Don't let the devil lie to you like that. You know, it tells us in Luke chapter 4, you could read that later. It tells us how Jesus responded. And he said, no, Satan, I'll tell you what the word says. And so, you know, here's Satan, he's trying to lie to the word himself. He's trying to twist his own words. And Jesus said, it is written, it is written, it is written. And so we need to be that same way. Don't make any, any decision just, just because you hear something that sounds a little different. 
Ära tee kunagi mingisugust otsust, lihtsalt seepärast, et kuule, et kõa kuidagi teistmoodi. Make sure that you're hearing from God and make sure that it lines up with his, his ways. Veendu, et sa kuuled Jumala käest ja et, et see on õigel Jumal tema sõnaga. That his principle and his character are shown to us through his word. Et tema iseloomi ja tema põhimõtted on, 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 on nähtavad läbi selle sõna. And so when we get into the word, ja me läheme Jumala sõnasse siis. We're going to find who God is. Ja kui sa lähed Jumala sõnasse, siis sa leiad, kes on Jumal. And how he leads. And we're going to know, okay, this sounds like God. You know, when God speaks into your life, you might not have a scripture and verse. You might not, it might not have your name in there. Unless your name is like Timothy or something like that. But your name might not be in the Bible. Mine's not. Aga minu nime näiteks piilis ei ole. You know, and so if your name's not in the Bible, kui sinu, sinu nime ei ole piilis, how can you know what God wants you to do? Siis kuidas sa võid teada, et, et mida Jumal tahab, et sina teeksid? I think one of the big things we can do is make sure that what we're feeling him saying to us lines up with the word. Usun, et üks asjades, me, mida me võime nagu kindlaks teha, on see, et, et mida me kuuleme, lihtsalt on õigel Joonel tema sõnaga. That, that it, it lines up with what God has already said et, to somebody else. Et see on õige vastavad sellele, mida Jumal on juba rääkinud to somebody else or to the church as a whole. Always ask yourself, does this sound like God? Does this line up with what the Bible says? You know, when God spoke to me to go to Bible school, I could find no scripture in the Bible that said, Barry, go to Bible school. I couldn't even find Bible school in the, in the Word except for in the Old Testament and they, they called it the prophet school. And I knew I was no prophet. And so I was like, okay, how do I know it's God's will for me to go to Bible school? Well, first of all, if you think about it, it sounds like something God would want somebody to do. It's never a bad thing for somebody to go learn more about God. But then God gave me this verse and amplified this verse in my heart. If you seek me, you will find me. And I thought, you know what? I need to go to Bible school. I want to find him. I want to know my God. I want to know this God that I serve. I didn't think to myself, well, I'm going to go pastor church in Estonia someday. I didn't even know where Estonia was at all I, all I wanted to do was know my God. And so that verse just amplified in my heart, you seek me, you'll find me. And I said, okay God, I'll go to Bible school. I want to know you. I want to know about this God that loves me so much. And so God's voice will never disagree with his word. And now how many of you know me a little bit from my teaching? That you would think, okay, I kind of know who, what you're about. Alright, so if I got up today and I said something like this. I am 
quitting the church and I'm quitting the ministry. And I'm going to go open up a store that sells cats. And I'm going to just, and I just want to sit around in my free time and read books about cats. You would probably know, you know what? That doesn't really sound like you. Because if you know me, you know I don't care much for cats. And I don't like to read much. I've never really sat down and I don't read books. And so if that's what I told you I was going to do, you'd probably be thinking... But that's not really who you are. <laughs> and so when you hear something from God, I think it, when you know who he is, you can tell right away, does that sound like something God would want me to do or God would want to speak into my life? So does it line up with the Bible? Does it line up with, with his principles and his teachings? Or does it, is it, is it, can, can I find this in God's character. And I think that is one of the ways that God will confirm what he has spoken to your Another thing you need to ask is does, does uh, godly counsel agree with this? Does godly counsel agree with this? What I mean by godly counsel is, is, is talking to somebody who is a believer about what you believe God is speaking to you. You need to talk to people who know God, who know his word, and who know you. Don't go to some stranger and say, this, this is what I think God is talking to me. What do you think it means to me? If they don't know you, they are not going to be able to help you. Right? And so make sure you're talking to somebody that knows God, his word, and you. And, and a godly, make, make sure it's a godly and mature believer. And if what you hear is really from God, very rarely is it going to go against just common sense. And so when you sit down and you talk to somebody about those things, I think that when we have godly counsel, it will become clear. It will usually, the things God tells us to do are usually logical. It's full of wisdom. And that's what God encourages us to do throughout his Bible. Seek wisdom, find wisdom. Do what's wise. This is what God wants to try to get you to do. And so find somebody that, that can help you to, to maybe 
filter some of the things that you're hearing from God. God has told us to walk in wisdom in every area of our lives. You know, in the book of Proverbs, it contrasts for us the wise and the fools. And let me just give you a couple of verses here from Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 12 and verse 15. We're going to read this out of the Amplified. It says, and this is the way of the arrogant fool who rejects God's wisdom. They are right in their own eyes. But a wise and prudent man is he who listens to wise counsel. If you want to be wise, you're going to listen to Counsel. Proverbs chapter 19. And 20 and 21. Get all the advice and the instruction that you can. Another translation says it this way. Accept discipline. And you will be wise the rest of your life. Get advice and instruction so you can be wise. Verse 21 says, you can make many plans, but the Lord's purposes will prevail. It's not just about your plan, it's about you finding God's plan. And just for those of you who are part of our church and been coming here the last couple of months, the word Lord here is Yahweh. And remember, every time it's used in the Old Testament, it's with those capital letters. And you want Yahweh's purpose to prevail. Because he is the one who can speak into our lives. And the Bible says that we can get godly counsel. Proverbs 24.6 says, Surely you need wise guidance to wage war. And victory is won through many advisors. And so you need to share with others that you trust. You share. About your future plans and about, about what it is you feel the Lord is speaking to you. I think it's okay for us to open up our heart and ask advice from others. Get some counsel for your life. Do not be an isolated person. Don't be all alone trying to make decisions. God can use others to help direct your path. And God wants people that, that, that uh, you know, have, have gone through some things to help you too. And so I think when we're looking for somebody to give us some godly counsel, I don't think we just try to find a perfect person. If I'm going to get some godly counsel from somebody, I want to find somebody who's gone through some things in life. 
no, kes on oma elus juba kogenud nii mõndagi. I want to find somebody who's got some scars, so to speak. Ma tahan nii-öelda leida kellegi, kellel on juba armid küljes. But they've also got some trophies. Aga neil on ka trofeed seinal. Right? They've gone through the battle and they came out the other side Not the person that makes it always look like nothing's wrong with me and I'm just perfect. I want somebody who's real. I want somebody who's, who is already is where I want to be. And I want somebody who knows how to get through a tough time. And they can help me to also get the victory. Amen. Those are the kind of people that you need to look for in your life. People that you can get advice from that are happy and stable and fruitful and blessed. That's what we're looking for. I want people that are happy in this church. I want us to be stable. I want us fruitful. And I want us blessed. So that we can be a blessing. Amen. We can help one another. We can strengthen each other to go out and fight the battles that we have to fight day by day. But when you find somebody like that. It's okay to ask them, what do you think about this? I believe the Lord is showing me this, what do you think? Or I believe the Lord is leading me to do this, what do you think? And it is good for us to have some good, godly, wise and if you have more than one it's good to bounce it off two or three people you know when, when I when I felt like the Lord was leading me to start this church I didn't just say well okay God I'll do it no I I kind of wrestled with the Lord, so to speak. I, I wanted to know, is this really what you want me to do? God, if you didn't notice, I'm an American, not an Estonian. You know, I, you know, why would anybody in Estonia want to come to my church? You know, there was a lot of questions. And so what I did is I, I sat down with just about every pastor in this city. Pastors that I had a connection with and I asked them, I said, I feel the Lord lead me to do this. What do you think? Now I had some that were some guys I talked to that were maybe a little bit more insecure and they said, oh no, 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 you probably shouldn't do that. Because they were afraid I was going to take their people. That's not what I wanted to do. But then I talked to some people and they, they were very encouraging. They, they gave me advice on how to go forward, what steps to make. You know, and so I was able to make this decision to start this church, not just by me. But by talking to people that I trusted. And then I was able to weigh the advice and filter out the noise. So that I could make a wise decision for me and for you. 
And so we want to connect with people that, that have gone through some things who know God, who know His Word, and who know a little bit about you that they can help you to get where God was wanting you to be. And let me just say this, if you don't have anybody like that, look around this church. Find somebody here that, that you, you can see in their life that they've got some fruit. And try to make a connection with them. You know, invite them out for a coffee. Say, I would just like to get to know you. When really you just want them to help you. Now, but it's good that we make a connection. That as a church, that we support one another. Right? Not just sitting at home waiting for, you know, some angel to walk in the door. To give you some godly counsel. No, that's what the body is all about. We are to support and to encourage one another. We're to give wisdom. And we're also to give correction. And if somebody comes to you for advice and you feel something, uh, you know, to, to correct, be bold. You know, there have been times that people have come into my office and tried to tell me something that I didn't feel was right, and I was bold to say, uh, I think you're wrong. Until you change your heart, it's not going to go well with you. Because you're going down a wrong path. I've seen it happen. I've seen people get bitter. But I've also seen people change. And they are blessed. Right? And so we can do our best to give God the counsel. But just remember, it's not up to you to live that person's life. It's not my responsibility to live your life. It's just my responsibility to do the very best I can to be used by God to help you. And so listen, if somebody doesn't take your advice, don't get offended. Don't think, well, I tried to help them, they didn't listen to me, so I'm not going to talk to them anymore. That's just childish. You need to grow up. And we need to support one another the very best that we can. The Bible says to do it always. To love one another like he loves you. Not just I'll love you until you don't do what I say and then I'm going to stop loving you. I'm sorry? I'm only going to love you when you do what I say. But once you stop doing what I say, then I'll love you. That is not what the Bible says. And you need to grow up. Point number three is do you have peace in your heart when you are when you're wanting God to confirm his word first look to his word and look to, to, to his character you know does this sound like God then, then get some maybe wise godly counsel 
siis kolmandaks otsi tart ka Jumala kardiga nõustumist teiseks siis äh? get some wise and godly counsel äh tarka Jumala kardiga nõustumist but then the third third very important way is this aga kolmas väga tähtsis viis on see do you have peace in your heart or not kas sul on südames rahu või mitte do you have peace in your heart or not Kas sul on rahu südames või mitte? You know, this is a huge guidance tool that God has given to each and every one of us. See on üks hiidlaslik nõustamise või selline nagu teelkäimise meetod, mida Jumal on meil annud. Is the peace or no peace? On see, kas sul on rahu või sul ei ole rahu. To know if this is God or not God. Teada, kas see asi on Jumalast või ei ole Jumalast. And it doesn't even have to make sense. Ja see ei peasik olema loogiline. There sometimes it doesn't make sense, but I have Peace. And so I can say, all right, God, I'll trust you that this is you and I can take a step. But then there's other times that it seems like the logical thing to do. It's not a sin. It's not bad. It looks like it should, you know, I could do this. But then I don't have any peace. I'm just like, but that's just something in me just says this is not what I should do. But it... Listen, pay attention to peace. Pay attention to the peace that God has put in you, or the no peace. Because this is the, this is going to be one of the ways that God is going to show you or give you confirmation. And even uh, when, when there's not a reason for it, ask yourself, do I have peace about this? Look at what it says in Colossians chapter 3. Colossians chapter 3, verse 15. And I'm going to read this out of the Amplified Bible. Again. It says, and let the peace of Christ the inner calm of the one who walks daily with him. Again, key here is walking daily with him. Let that inner calmness that he gives you be the controlling factor or the judge in your hearts. Or the judge, yeah? Deciding and settling the questions that might arise in you. What is he saying here? He's saying, let that peace, let the inner calm. Be the judge. Settling the questions that you have in your heart. Well, I'm thinking about doing this. What do I feel? Do I have peace or no peace? I want to make a choice. How do I know if it's right? Do I have peace or no peace? Listen to, to, to the last part of this. To this peace intended you were called as a, as a, a member of the body of believers. And I am thankful to God always. We need to be thankful for the peace. But listen, you need to be thankful for the no peace. Don't just pray, God give me peace about this. 
Have you ever prayed that prayer? I'm doing something I know I shouldn't do, but God, give me peace, give me peace, give me peace, give me peace. And then you do it and you think, oh, that was stupid. Man, I knew I shouldn't have done that. Ever had that conversation? I knew I shouldn't have done that. How did you know? The peace or no peace. Right? And so don't pray and ask God to give you peace when he's saying, no, 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 there's no peace. You know, no, you're going to make the wise decision. God called you to live in peace, the Bible says. So let the peace rule in your heart. Then in Philippians chapter 4, verse 7. I want to read this out of the New Living Translation. It says, and then you will experience God's peace. Which exceeds anything that you can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and your minds as you live in Christ Jesus. His peace is vital for you to know whether you're on the right course or not. And God sends his peace like a soldier to guard your heart and your mind. I think that's awesome. I just said something cool and everybody's just kind of looking down. Nobody said a word. God's going to send peace like a soldier to guard your heart and your mind. Amen. He's going to watch over you. He's going to help protect you. By the peace that you have in your heart or no peace. And when you need peace, listen, find a promise of God. Finding a promise of God is one of the things I've found that brings peace into my life. When you can stand on God's word for something, there's a supernatural peace that will come to you. So make sure you're led by peace and that you're not led by opportunities. There's lots of opportunities that might show up that are not God's plan for your life. You know, we live in a culture that everything is just a right now type of culture. Buy it now. It's on sale today only. How many have been caught up in that right now thing? <laughs> next week you're thinking, you're looking at your finances thinking, why? Well, it was on sale. But I didn't need it. I couldn't afford it. You know, we we're in this culture. That there's instant gratification. Call now. You know, one day only. It's wanting to, to, to make decisions not based on, on thought or based on a decision that is wise. But something that's based off of emotion. And if you're making emotional decisions for your life, you're going to regret most of your decisions. And you might say, well, how do you know that, Pastor? Because I've made stupid 
emotional decisions. Anybody else in here know what that's like? Right, there's, there's some people that got some scars in life. Those, the people that raise their hand, those are the people you should be going and talking to. How did you stay on course when you screwed up so bad in your life? Alright, I can help you with that. So when you have when you need peace let, let's, let's go to God's word let's try to find a promise let's get some godly counsel let's see if what somebody else says or confirms in us will give us that peace but it's okay to ask God to confirm his word to you. You know, there's, there's times that, that, that if, if you just go by what, what's now, when you're making those emotional decisions, you're going to find that your life becomes so empty after a while. You're going to feel like you've given your life away to everybody else and you don't have enough left for you. I don't know if this is anybody here, but if you've ever woken up a morning and you think, man, my whole life is gone and I, I did it for everybody else and not for me. Listen, God can bring you out of that. And God can put you in a course that, that is, is a blessing to you and to those around you. God can put you on a course where you can be fed and built up. But you might have to make some choices. You might need to make some tough decisions. But to do that, seek his word. Seek some godly counsel. And Pay attention to that peace or no peace that you have in your heart. And if you think, well, I don't feel nothing, ask God, God, help me to be sensitive. Help me to know what it is that you're saying. When, you're, when, you, when your heart becomes so hard, that hearing a message like this, and you're just like, well, that just doesn't, doesn't speak to me. Then you need to open up some things in your heart. Ask God to break the hard heart. Because this is the thing that's important for you and me. Is that we will hear from God. And if our hearts get hard, I'm telling you, it's going to be harder and harder for you to know what God wants you to do. You know, have you ever tried to sleep at night? But your mind just won't quit. You lay your head down, you tell your body to relax, but your mind just goes... I have... I've lost night's sleep before. Worrying about something and it didn't do me any good. I worried all night long. I woke up in the morning and I still had the same problem. All that happened was I missed a night's sleep and now the problem was a whole lot bigger than it did. That's all. 
We're just stupid, aren't we? I think when, when our mind starts going like that, I think a prayer we need to pray before we go to bed is, God, give me peace. I'm just going to give this to you right now. I'm not going to make a decision on this. God, give me peace so that I know what to do for today. And peace will return to your heart and mind. God, God will guard your heart and mind by his peace. This is a promise that I think we need to cling on to and hold on to. So it's okay to ask God to confirm his word. It's okay for you to say, God, are, are, am I really hearing from you? Is this really what you want me to do with my life? And God will always confirm to you in one of these three ways. Through his word. Through his people. Through his peace. You can find confirmation in one of those or all of those ways. But you still need to have faith. You know, you're still going to need some courage to step out and obey God. How many are aware of that? That even though you know it's God's will and God's plan, it doesn't mean it's going to be easy. But listen, if you'll obey God, It'll always pay off. If you get that peace and you'll obey God, God will make sure that there's a blessing waiting for you and that you're going to increase on the other side. You need to just be still and, 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 and say, I'm going to do this. It's going to take some, some courage. You know what courage means? Courage means that even though you're afraid, you do it anyway. Right? Courage doesn't mean you don't have any fear. No, courage means when you have fear, you do it anyway. One of the things that, that, that uh, the Lord spoke to, to Joshua, who was going to lead the people of Israel, he said, be a man full of courage. Be full of courage. That means there are going to be times that he's going to be like, Lord, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? But you need to take that step of faith and say, God, I trust you. God, I trust you. You need to have some per- uh, perseverance and some endurance in your life. And you need to have some joy to keep yourself stable in life. But you need to stand and, 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 and find that place with God. Knowing that, okay, God is with me right now. And I can do what it is that he's asked me to do. I can make the choices. I can hear from God. And I believe if your heart turns that way, that your heart turns toward God, that the Lord will begin to order your steps in life. That you're going to find yourself doing, the God, doing God's will. And you can know what it is that he's called you to do. So you can hear from God. Amen. How many are thankful for that? I'm so thankful we can hear from heaven.
I want you to be sensitive to your heavenly Father's voice. I want you to be sensitive to hear the voice of the Lord Jesus when he speaks to you. I want you to be where it is that God wants you to be in your life. I want you to be where God wants you to be. I don't want not just in church, but I'm talking about in every area of your life that you are exactly where God wants you to be. That is a vital, that's an important uh, uh, goal for each and every one of us. Seek Him. You will find Him. Amen. Amen. It's a promise of God. It's a promise of God. Would you stand with me? Hallelujah. So thankful that he is so good to us. One of the things that I... I uh...